What's going on, everybody? Howie Spangler here. Uh, Tales from the Green Room podcast, number 58, episode 58. Approaching 60. Oh, man. Thanks for hanging in with me, man. This is a, it's a treat to keep doing this. Word up. I'm in a hotel room in, uh, I don't know where I am right now, actually. Uh, somewhere in Colorado. Hold on, I can I can tell you where exactly where I'm at. Um, I have an app for this. It lets me know where I'm at. You should check it out. Um, yeah, you can like open it up and it tells you where you are. It's like this app's been around since the beginning of uh, iPhones. Uh, Loveland, Colorado. No idea where that is. It's somewhere between um, Denver and Fort Collins because we're gonna be in uh, Fort Collins tonight. Um, yeah, so that's where I'm at. Uh, let's talk about what's happening. What's happening? Uh, what's happening? Oh my God, what's happening? I love that. So, uh, yeah, what's been happening lately? Um, we're on tour with the Expendables right now. Cashed out, amplified. Tour's been awesome. Um, Expendables guys had to, uh, had to bow out of the, um, Colorado Springs show the other night. Oh, what is that thing? I've got a bad connection somewhere. Been dealing with this since the, a few podcasts ago. Um, sorry if there's any weird pops. I'm trying to fix that. I gotta get. I'm not sure. I'm trying to near, like narrow it down to what it is. It's it's not the mic because I have two of the same mic and I switched and it's still doing it. So and it's not. It can't be this mic cable. I just bought this cable. So I'm wondering. If this, I've got this activator between, for all you nerds out there, I had to get the, uh, the, uh, uh, what the hell is it called? The fat head. Um, it's like, it's like a little, uh, adapter you put into the mic between the cable and the mic and it boosts your gain, uh, like plus 25 DB because these sure SM7Bs are really, really low gain. Um, so you got to get this or the cloud lifter. And I didn't want to get the cloud lifter. For one, it was $150, and I would have had to buy two of them. It's insane, right? Just to get the, the boost that I need. Um, this I found this fathead by, uh, what is it called? By um, Triton Audio for 90 bucks, And uh, it's, it's also, it's, like, it's in line with the mic. It goes from the cable to the mic, as opposed to like, Cloud Lifter is like a little DI box. It looks like a DI box. And you got to plug into that with a cable and then take another cable out and then into your mic. And I just didn't want all this extra gear, you know. I'm starting to wonder if I made the wrong choice. <laughs> Had great reviews. I don't know. Anyway, uh, so uh, the Expendables guys uh, had bus trouble and then that bomb cyclone happened and they couldn't make it into uh, Colorado. So um, we had to step it up, do a headliner set, and it worked out. Everything was great. Um, a lot of people still came out, and that, that was always nice. A big thank you to uh, the Black Sheep from Colorado Springs for actually letting us keep the show. It's happened in the past. Where, like we're, We'll be on tour with a band, and um, the headliner will have to cancel for some reason. And we'll like please let us play the show we have to make money it costs a lot of money to be out here and uh, they're like ah oh, fuck you guys sorry we're taking the day off so um black sheep thank you so much for letting us keep the show and um hope you made some money i'm sure they made some money at the bar people were drinking that night it was a raging wild crowd um always fun there so thanks a lot for uh letting us do the show um met up back with the expendables last night in denver and the show was crazy stupid packed and um fun it's funny man like we were in we were on stage we're rocking out and we're doing this like more of this this punk set you know all these new songs from detonate and um it's a lot more fun for me personally I, and the band i think the band just enjoys playing these songs more um we play we play the reggae songs it's they're cool but like you don't get to move around a whole lot and maybe there is a way to really i don't know have some showmanship you know because i like to put on a show i like to like create energy and it's hard for me to do that when i'm just sort of stuck behind the mic and playing these reggae grooves again love them but the physicality of it i don't know it's just to me it's 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 kind of boring 
you know, and I want to be moving around. I went to the school of, you know, Billy Joe Armstrong, everybody. You know, he was the dean of this, you know, punk rock performer school that I went to in my mind. And, uh, you know, I want to be like that. Um, so anyway, we're doing these, these punk songs and, uh, everybody, we're getting these great responses. Like people are screaming and clapping and it's great. People are singing along. I even got people like waving, you know, and stuff. Uh, but if, if you look out, it's just a sea of just people, but they, they're not moving, but like, I know it's because they're high as fuck. Like for real, like insane. Um, just just kind of standing there and it's great and it's great and i like i totally appreciate it the one thing was i had um i'm basically breathing through my mouth for like 45 minutes right my throat was so destroyed just on fire like two or three songs in there was so much smoke um you know and i can appreciate it i love it i love this whole community that we're a part of um but man it was uh it was wild. So yeah. So at first I thought like, oh my god, they're like they're not into it. They they don't like us, you know, whatever. But I realized later, even watching the Expendables, it was the same thing. And all these people they stuck around. They're all they're like singing all the songs to the Expendables. I was like, oh, it's not just us. They're just high as fuck. So, um, yeah. But I realized that happens every time we go to Denver. So, <laughs> um. What else is going on? Uh, hit the gym this morning. Um, the hotel has a has an okay gym here. It's got a machine. I find myself um, enjoying the uh, the machines that are like set up. You pull the pin out, you put it wherever you know, whatever weight you want, and then it's 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 like very diverse. You can do all these different types of uh, types of moves like pull downs and rows and um, flies and all that stuff. So I was hitting that for a while. That was nice. I, I've been super like uh, non, not active. Um, I don't know. I just get lazy on tour and I should be the opposite. It's just hard. Like I like doing this stuff in the morning. I like b- being up early and doing it in the morning and like having, um, I don't know. It's fun to be like at the, at the gym by myself. No one there. I got the I got the AirPods in, listening to whatever podcast or something and music, whatever. And and it's just nice to be alone and just kind of doing it. And um, it's great when they have the machines. Sometimes you go to the hotel and like their fitness center. I'm doing air quotes. Their fitness center is like um, a treadmill and like two ten pound dumbbells. You know, and it's like, this isn't, what am I, an 80-year-old lady? Like, this is not for me. <laughs> um, but, so, this this one had a, had a little, uh, had the machine, and, um, I don't know, just went at it for like an hour. And uh, I feel good. It's always nice. I feel great, like, when I go to the gym. It, it's, I wish that I had that thing that, that people have, um, about going to the gym and working out. Like I know Nick, our bass player, uh, he goes several times a week. Um, he'll, he'll, you know, take the van in the morning and, and go to the gym. And it's like actually getting up and making yourself go, go do it. It's like the way I feel about, um, like the last few days I've been like, fuck, I gotta get, I gotta do another episode. I gotta do another episode. Like, I want to feel that way about, working out, you know, and it's just been hard to like, the, the older I get, you know, like I realize it's how important it is, um, to, uh, to be healthy and, you know, and work at it. Cause I, I don't want to be, you know, 50 and picking this up and feeling like it's too late, you know, cause I've heard stories, you know, um, the, the younger you start, the better off you'll be later. You know, you got to condition your body. And, um, especially like for doing what we do, like we're, we're, running around on stage and uh, going city to city every day, you know, seven months out of the year. And, uh, you know, you just want to be in, 
in good shape, but you just get fucking lazy, you know? And so I, I, I got up and I, I went and did it this morning and then I felt good. It was nice. Um, you know what I hate though? I hate, I got to do abs, man. I got to do abs. All the core stuff. Like I want to get into yoga. I really do. It's just, I always feel like I'll do it later. I don't have time right now, you know? And then I'll like, like at, at the hotel, if there's not a gym and we got to go, like we got an early van call or something. Um, I'll be like, okay, I'm, I'm all, here I am. I'm, I'm up out of bed. I just got to, here's the floor. There's the floor right there. I just got to get down and I just got to do some push-ups, and then do some crunches and it'll be over. Like I'll just do like five minutes, you know, just, just some push-ups and some crunches. Like how hard is it? Well, God damn it. It is. It's hard. It's hard for me to get up to to want to do it. I like literally the floor is right there. It's it's six feet below me, right? Like it's I'm six foot six. It's right there, and I just I for whatever reason I don't want to get down on the floor and do it. And then I get like mad at myself. Like it, <laughs> so, like I'll start doing pushups, and then the moment I feel um like tired, like okay, I'm, I'm getting tired of doing this now. Like, ugh, ugh, when you really start to, when, well, like, I feel like when you start feeling that burn is when you need to go harder, right? Like, just because you feel the burn doesn't mean like, okay, we're done. It means, no, no, this is your body saying, like, okay, this is the threshold and now we got to push, you know? And that's when I go, fuck it, I'm done. And I just get up, go get in the shower, whatever it is. And, it's, and I hate myself for that. Like, I hate that. Um, I don't know. I, uh, I wish I would. I don't know. I just would, wish I would have started this when I was a kid. <laughs> I'm trying to get my kids into this stuff uh, early, you know, so they can just, it'll, it's just a part of their life. And it's like a necessity for them. I want it to be a necessity. The way I feel about donuts and coffee, I want that. When I wake up in the morning and I'm like, where's the fucking coffee? Where's the fucking donuts? I want to be like, where's the fucking gym? You know, wait, I, I want that. But it's just, I'm, I got to trick my brain. I got to retrain my brain. I got to unlearn. I got to unlearn uh, being a piece of shit. Get rid of all that, shed that, and then rewire my brain to want to do that. And I think it's all about like priorities too. Like I set my priorities in, in a different way. Like I have uh I always want to work on music, which is great because, you know, I would hope so because that's what I do. That's my main thing. Um, and then, uh, you know, promo, I, I do all the, the promo. If you see like posts and stuff on Instagram and uh, nine times out of 10, that's me. It, it's great. We've got like our management. Um, we've got some great people working with us that take care of like the tedious bullshit stuff, like um, setting up ads and doing like, posts and stuff on Facebook, like, Hey, we're going to be here and like set up the events. Like that is something that, um, I feel like I can let go of. I can let them do it. And it's great. Cause it frees me up to do other things. But when it comes to, uh, like engagement with our fans, our listeners, um, I want to be, that's, that's all me. I don't want, I'm not going to pay people to do that for me. You know? Um, I think it's important that the artists, um, knows their audience and um, and it's it's fun getting to meet people and, and, and talk about the music or whatever they want you know um, so it's and it's I don't know it's just fun to engage it's fun to like see the the, the comments and the re- responses and things from people so um, thanks everybody that pays attention to us you know um, Oh, that's so annoying. I don't know what it is. It's like intermittent. It's like this thing that just, just random popping. I'm not even moving. Uh, so uh, we're on this tour and things have been great. We're in the last stretch. We've only got a few shows left. And uh, I have, is that, it's funny. I wonder if that's happening. Oh, that might be that adapter. This adapter for this headphones. These things suck, man. These little adapters, like the little eighth inch to a quarter inch. 
like some of you got headphones at home, right? And the big plug, the one that doesn't fit into like anything, if you're not like a musician and don't have, you know, guitar amps and, and interfaces and things like that, if it's basically for like plugging into your phone or, or you know, or, or your car, your aux, that little cable, that eighth inch, well, you have to buy this adapter for certain headphones like the Beats um, for, to, to use this interface. I have to have a quarter inch adapter. So the eighth inch cable from the headphones goes into the adapter and then into this uh, this console. And these little adapters suck, man. I feel like maybe that's what's doing all the popping. So maybe you're not even hearing it. Maybe I'm just hearing it in the headphones. Anyway, um, that's, again, some nerd shit. Uh, the tour's been great. We've got, like, I don't know, five shows left or something like that. We're going to end it. And um, for to, uh, for any confusion, uh, I just want to clarify: we Ballyhoo is not doing the um, the Reno date, or it's like what is it? Is it Reno or is it uh, Tahoe or something like that? Um, we're not doing that date. We have to head home um, to do uh, this festival in DC, the Shamrock Festival. Um, it's been it's kind of a it's kind of a big deal. It's like it's one of those big festivals back home at RFK Stadium, and like. We had the opportunity to do it, so, you know, we just had to make the decision. Um, but, uh, yeah, so we've got Aggie Theater in Fort Collins tonight. Tomorrow we'll be at Greenlight Tavern in Pueblo, Colorado. Um, and then on Tuesday we're going to be at Soundwell in Salt Lake. And then we're finishing up on Wednesday. Damn, Wednesday? That's crazy. Damn. Okay, so Wednesday is the last show of this tour for us. Uh, the Yard at Topgolf in Vegas. March 20th. So if you're around any of those shows, come hang out. Uh, Colorado's always slamming. Like I'm, I'm guessing the next two days are going to be a complete shit show. Um, so, uh, you know, get tickets, ballyrocks.com slash tour, baby. Um, yeah. So, uh, I don't know what else is going on. It's, I, you know, I don't ever like set up. I probably should prepare. I should like have some talking points. I don't want to be like, um, uh, 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 thanks everybody for listening to the podcast. I, so most nights at the merch table, like we try to go out to the merch table every night. Um, and if we're not there within, you know, the first five or 10 minutes, uh, I apologize. Sometimes it takes us longer to like cool down and get ready. And sometimes the van's parked further away or the green rooms, you know, whatever, like it's just, there's different factors, but um, we, we do come out and sometimes it's at the end of the show. It might not be after the set, usually after the set though, but anyway, um, but we'll come out and hang out for a while and, uh, say hello and please feel free to come up and say hello, take a picture. Like we're totally approachable. And, um, I've been getting a lot of people like saying that they're listening to the podcast and it, it's, it's really neat. It's, uh, I think I, st- I started this about a year ago now. I think it was the end of February. Uh, 2018 that I started this with episode one and it's really grown into something uh, uh, really fun. And there's a sort of like, uh, there's a community building and slowly, but surely there's a community building and uh, I have stickers. I have um, the pineapple stickers, but I'm really bad about giving them out and tagging like places. Like I think I've put up, two stickers on this entire tour at like random truck stops, you know, like I'm so bad at that. Why, why am I so bad at that? I I have them in my backpack and I just, I just never take them out and I'll give them like friends and stuff if I think about it, but why don't I have them at the merch table every night? I don't know. These are the questions, you know, these are the, the hard, the hard hitting questions. Um, so, I don't know. Uh, thanks everybody that's listening. It's just been, it's been cool. Like a lot of, I'll get like other bands and stuff. It's like, dude, I'm learning, learning so much about the industry. And like, I don't know how anybody's learning anything from this particular episode that's happening. I haven't said anything of value. I don't think (laughs) maybe if entertaining, maybe, I don't know. Let's hope. But, uh, I really think that's cool that, um, people are getting something out of it. Um, even people that that aren't musicians or artists of any kind, uh, just just people that are 
bands and um, they're learning things, you know. Um, it's neat. I don't know. It's this nice bridge. And uh, and doing this aside from from the music, um, I don't know. It's just very liberating and sort of it's an extension of the band in a way. And uh, that's why I try to have those guys on when I can. Um, and those episodes are always like just goofy and wild. There's no, it's completely off topic. I don't think we, it's nothing of, I don't know if anyone learns anything <laughs> from those episodes, but uh, they're fun to have every now and then, you know? Um, and uh, so, yeah. Thank you for, for listening. Please spread the word. Um, if you're into supporting the podcast or anything like that, um, there's there's a button there on the website, talesfromgreenroom.com, and you can you can support if you'd like. You can cancel any time. Uh, I do have a Patreon, but I haven't done anything with it. I'm trying to figure out like the best way to um, to work that. Like, I don't I don't like the idea of like um, having a basically like a, you know. Everything's a subscription these days. It's like a subscription service. Like the way you uh, subscribe to Spotify or Hulu, you know, or something like that. It's the same thing, you know. Uh, production value might not be as high. <laughs> but, um, you know, I guess if you're finding entertainment or some sort of value out of it, it might be worth it. But um, uh, so with Patreon, like I want to, I'm still trying to figure it out. Like I don't do enough videos and things like I'm always always fucking busy and I don't want to like uh promise things and not deliver you know that's why I haven't really pulled the trigger on that yet um if you're into that let me know uh and I'm I'll try to make trying to create more content and um just just get it out there and it's just making videos is it's not so much that it's hard it's not like hard to make a video it's just time consuming there's a lot going on. I love editing. I love doing all that stuff. I love shooting. Um, but I don't know, finding the time to sit down and edit. I just need to work out. I need to figure out a workflow. And sometimes I like, I don't know if it's like the, you know, the depression or anxiety, anxiety or whatever, but like you, you get the wind taken out of your sails. Like sometimes I'll think about like, like, yeah, I should do that. I should do that. And then like later I'm like, no, that that's going to suck. Nobody's going to like it. You get that stupid black cloud over your shoulder it's like no don't do that just go sulk in your hotel room like you know don't do anything it doesn't matter no one cares i hate that man it's like that weird feeling um but then i get fired up sometimes like i'll listen to like certain podcasts or like i'll watch an inspirational video or something you know fucking loser um but like I, i sometimes i need that to like that get that boost I get fired up. And a lot of times it happens when I'm driving. Like, I'll be driving during the day, right? And I hate when I'm having to drive, like, because I feel like I'm just, there's so much work to be done, you know? Um, but then I'm driving. I'm like, okay, when I get to the venue, um, we're gonna, I'm going to pull this bitch over. Ah, fuck. Sorry. That's annoying. Um, I'm going to get to the venue. I'm going to pull the shit over. I'm going to get my podcast studio out and I'm going to go for, I'm going to just do an episode. I don't care who's around. I don't give a fuck. Um, or I'm going to, I'm going to grab my camera and I'm going to just go talk about something and I'm going to go edit it and put it up. Um, and then once we get there, it's like, I've been driving for like six hours and I'm just over it, you know? And then it's like sound check and, and then I got to do the set list and then we got to find food. And then like, uh, and then it's time to go sing with Cashed Out on that song, you know, and and then half hour later we're getting ready to go on stage. It's just like the day gets away from me. And um I don't know, that's just like this this podcast is overdue. This this episode 58. Um we did the one in Grand Rapids with the with the boys uh when was that? Last weekend, I think. Last Sunday or something like that. Like I should have I should have had another one out, you know. But it took me, today's Saturday. I've had almost an entire week, you know? And so that's where I feel like I get lazy and, um, you know, I want to do this stuff. It's just, I don't know. It's a, it's a combination of things, I guess. Um, I guess, like, 
there's something here. There's there's something here. Like, okay, so if you're feeling like there's, uh, you know, ah, this is gonna suck. No one's gonna like it. It you have to you have to push yourself through that, and it's uh, it can be tough. It can be really hard to like see that light, you know, and um, and you might think that you know people are gonna think it's lame or not be into what you're doing, but you'd be surprised. You really would. Um, that thing that you're into, that weird thing, you know, there's there's an audience for it. There's people that would enjoy watching you, uh, you know, watching you unbox, um, I don't know, a, a lamp, you know? Like, oh, look, I just got this new lamp. I love lamps. And I th- I would like you to love lamps. If you love lamps, you should like tune in because I'm going to unbox this fucking lamp that I just bought at the uh, the flea market down the street. Um, it's been sitting there. I've been going there every day for a month. And it's been sitting there. And I was like, I don't know. Should I buy that lamp? I really like lamps. And I was like, fuck it. I'm buying the lamp. And I'm going to come back and I'm going to unbox it right here on YouTube. You know? Um, people would enjoy it, like, believe it or not. And you just talk about the fucking lamp. You just talk about, oh, look at this. This um, this lampshade is made out of uh, walrus skin, and it's genuine walrus skin. And there's, um, this one had spots um, before they poached it and murdered it in front of its family. And um, it's really nice. It's really, it's going to go great. Uh, next to the uh, baby tiger couch. Um, people would enjoy that. So next time you're doubting yourself, you just got to fucking push through. And I, I know it's hard. I know it's hard to like, it's easier said than done. Like right now, I'm not in a depressive state. I don't feel those feelings. Like it's, 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 uh, you know, I guess I feel pretty leveled out today. But um, like, you just have to just make the damn video, make the damn podcast, whatever it is. And, you know, just get it done and then just put it up there. You know, it, what's the worst that's going to happen? Um, when it comes to like comments and stuff. Yeah. I don't think this really happens until you get to a certain level or, or something or you reach a certain amount of views, you know, if you get a popular video or something like that or whatever, but like there's, um, I have been lucky to not have any shitty comments yet on, on my personal YouTube page. (laughs) Everybody seems to be digging. It's a lot of fans and stuff. So that's cool. So I feel like I'm still like in the, uh, um, in the realm of like Ballyhoo fans and things like that and fans of what I'm doing. It hasn't necessarily broken into, the rest of the world. So I don't have any trolls yet, which is cool. And eventually I know it's going to happen. Now with the Ballyhoo stuff, like in the past, yeah, I've, I've seen shitty comments, but you have to like, don't, you, don't let that get you down. Like you have to just, you have to make fun of it. Like I feel that you should address, they, they say don't read the comments, but if you're trying to build something, um, if you're trying to make something out of nothing, it's important that you do read all the comments and you do address everyone, even if they're being a shithead. There's people that are coming on there and they're just saying shit. It's because they hate themselves, right? They took the time to write something nasty to you It's because they've got nothing else to do with their life. They're not doing anything important. They're not doing anything for themselves. They're not doing anything to better their, better their own lives, so they shit on other people that are. They're fucking jealous, right? So either uh, you choose how to address it, you know, depending on the type of person that you are. Um, you can shit on them back. That could be fun. I don't know. Um, or you say something constructive, you know, or positive to them. And I've heard stories about this happening, people actually engaging these trolls and the person will come back after a little back and forth. Come, hey man, look, I'm sorry. I was just, 
whatever. You seem cool. Like that, you know what I mean? Like, um, so you got to have thick skin, but then you, you just have to be able to like, let it roll off your back and just be like, all right, man, what's up? If somebody's like, this shit sucks. You'd be like, Hey man, what don't you like about it? What, you know, what is it that you don't like? What, what can I do to improve? You know? And maybe they'll come back and say something. Well, you just fucking stop being a fucking dick or what, you know, just complete nonsense. Um, just gotta, you just gotta push through all that stuff. Don't, don't let any of that stuff get you down. And whatever it is that you're into, whatever you want to do, just fucking do it. You know, I, I started writing songs when I was 12, I think, um, you know, for real. And they were awful, but you know, we, we created this, this sound, um, by, I mean, we borrow from many bands that were influenced by, but, um, you can obviously tell the, the, the lineage (laughs) of our sound, but, um, you know, it's, it's, it maybe it's not, maybe it's not for everyone, but there are people that have latched on and they, and they love it. And I, you know, I write these songs, you know, in my bedroom or sitting on the couch or while I'm driving, like it all comes from my mind and I put it out there and people enjoy it. And I mean, that's like a, I'm grateful that people are paying attention. Um, but I don't know if people are going to like these songs. I have no clue. Like I liked, I'd like to think that they would, you know, and I feel like we're consistently putting out records that have great songs in them and it's consistent with the sound and, and what, what we're about, you know, and our message and things like that. Um, but you just don't know. It's all subjective. You don't know what, if people are going to like it, but you won't know until you get it out there. You see what I'm saying? It's so important. You got to just like, you have to get over yourself. You have to get over the fear and just do it. And your first video, your first song, your first podcast might not be the best thing quality-wise or, you know, like, but over time it gets better the more you do it. And, yes, it, there's this whole thing about, like, well, I work and I've got kids and you know, and the kids have activities, you know, baseball and basketball and gymnastics and things. Um, yes, that those are all real life things. And those are all things that need to be done. Right. Obviously it's just a part of the, your, the fabric of your life. And, but there's a, there, there are, there is time, there is time. And yes, you're going to be tired after all this stuff you're going to go get up. You're going to go to work. You're going to get the kids to school. The kids get home from school. You're doing homework. You're making dinner. The kids got to go to T-ball. Uh, the, the daughter's got gymnastics. And, you know, and then it's time to come home and get the kids to bed. And it's, it's 9 o'clock now at night, right? And you're tired. It's been a long day. Ah, I just want to watch TV. I just want to, like, eat some mozzarella sticks and, and watch Real Housewives. You know, like, I totally understand that. Um, or whatever, pick a show. I don't know. <laughs> pick a show. Pick a shitty food. You know, um, insert there. Um, but that's the time. That's the time. What are you doing between, you know, uh, getting the kids to bed and you going to sleep? What are you doing with that time? There's something that you love. There's something that you want to do. You have to find the time. And, and use that time. And yeah, you're still going to be working that, that job you don't like for a while. Um, I didn't quit my job until 2013. Okay. I started this band in 1995. Right. And okay. To be fair, let's, let's, uh, so what's that's 18 years, right? Um, to be fair though, the band didn't really, do a lot until let's say 2006 okay because between 2000 we put our first record out until 2006 when our second record came out really we really weren't doing a whole lot like we were playing shows and stuff we were doing it um you know and I was working jobs and stuff we were all working but we weren't touring we weren't really getting out of town it was just sort of the same old it's more the same you know playing bars and doing the bullshit but we weren't like getting 
around the country and really spreading the word. And, you know, there was MySpace. Um, and I remember engaging on that every day. I'd spend like eight or 10 hours talking to people, messaging and things like that. But I don't know. It's just not the way it is today um, with the reach of social media. Um, so I just didn't know how to get the band out. So in 2006, we started touring. Okay, so that's when we started touring. We going crazy. I didn't have a family yet. We were on tour for four months. We were insane, you know. Um, and uh, so 2006 to 2013. Okay, that's seven years. That's how long it took. Once we finally like really started going at it, hitting the road. Not, I mean, we were losing money. We were hemorrhaging for sure. There was no money being made. Any money went into the gas tank and into making more merch. And that's all it was. We were sleeping on floors. Um, when I say in gas station burrito, have you ever, um, you know, slept next to a, a litter box? Like that's, that's happened. Like that's real, <laughs> you know? Um, and so it took seven years of that before I felt comfortable enough with a family. If you don't have a family, it could be sooner because, you know, it's only one mouth to feed. There's not, there's no one dependent on you, right? Um, so it took seven years before I felt comfortable to uh, really, to quit the job and go 200% into the music. And you know, at that point, I was a, I was a father, but um, it definitely freed up the time, and I was home more. And this is another thing too. This I'm, I'm trying to stay on track here, but uh, when I was working, I was doing doubles. You know, bartending, waiting tables, and I wouldn't see my son. My daughter wasn't born yet. I wouldn't see my son. You know, I'd see him in the morning when I left for work. He wasn't in school yet. And by the time I got home, he's in bed already. So I'm pulling doubles. I'm like working 12, 14 hour days. Um, you know, and then I'm getting in trouble at work for having my phone out, being on MySpace, messaging people back, being on Facebook, messaging people back, you know, promoting shows, putting up flyers. I would, I would get in trouble at work for that stuff. And it became such a nuisance, man. I was like so frustrated because I just want to do this thing. And these, you know, this, this job was like holding me back. And the job that I had was, you know, I say that, but the job that I had was actually great for what I was doing because um, I'd been there for so long at the point I started that job in like, oh, two. So like I would always, um, I would go on tour and then I would have a job when I came back. I could just say, hey, look, I'm going to be gone for, you know, two months. Uh, is that cool? And they'd be like, yeah, no problem. I mean, it's not like we're doing brain surgery, you know, it's waiting tables and, bartending it's not the toughest job in the world it's it's not the it sucks but it's not the toughest job in the world and and like so they they're hiring people all the time and filling the space and i would come back and i would work you know and i'm very grateful for them for for having me uh, the olive tree in aberdeen maryland anybody exit 85 the olive tree in aberdeen maryland the best italian food man i'm telling you and the crab cakes if you want a good Maryland crab cake, dude, you got to go there. They're not paying me for this. I'm just, I don't love that place. They're, it's good people and they, the food is amazing. Um, exit 85 in Aberdeen, the olive tree. Write that shit down. Um, and that's off of 95. So, uh, um, so back to the thing. I felt uh, comfortable enough um, and almost my ego at the same time was telling me to. I got because like, we just did this, we were on this tour with uh, Authority Zero, and I came back from that tour, and you know, that's a punk tour, and we were rocking it every night, we were like, just, you feel like, you know, you feel amazing, you feel incredible up there, you're doing this thing, and that you love, and, and you're getting, you're getting paid for it, and, um, and then you go back to the, to the waiter job, and they're like, ah, oh, my soup's cold, uh, where's my fries? all that bullshit, right? And you're just like, oh, I can't take this. Like, I can't go back to that. I cannot go back to that. So that was the ego that really, that like, kicked in. Is like, I can't do this. No, this is not for me anymore, right? 
the ego was like, all right, we got to do something here. We got to make a change. And then I started thinking about it. I was like, well, you know, we've been getting paid for a while now. The money's not great, but maybe it's just enough. And maybe with that time, that extra time that I'll have, you know, rather than 12 hours, you know, on the floor at the olive tree, maybe that 12 hours I can be sitting behind my computer engaging with my band's audience and making music and learning Pro Tools and Logic and learning how to become an engineer and working on my producer skills. I need to do that. I need to go 200% into my craft. I need to build this thing. I've got this foundation. We've been working really hard and I need to build on it now. You know, you got to make that choice at some point. And it took seven years of grinding before I could quit the job. But I quit the job. And it was, it was the best feeling. I, I couldn't believe it. When I didn't go back to work, you know, and I let them know. I told them. I was like, look, I, I, I can't. I don't think I'm going to do this anymore, you know. But they always told me, like, hey, you, you have a job if you want. I, was, I always made, like, good relationships with my employers. And, um, you know, it was like a family over there. And uh, I knew that if, if anything happened, I could go back to that. And that's the other thing. Um, my, uh, my younger brother got this great job right out of college. Engineering. Um, he was making really good money. And he came to me. And he's like, hey, man, I know that you were talking about uh, having a guitar player and stuff. Sorry, Sam, I'm, I'm putting you on blast right now. Um, but this is a good story. Um, so what do you, what do you think about, you know, having me out? And I, I felt like, uh, like I thought it was cool that he was asking me about this. I was like, oh man, another brother in, in the mix, you know? Um, but I felt like, I was like, ah, oh, dude, I don't want to ruin you. You know, like this is, this is hard. And he, he just got this incredible job offer and and I, as much as I hated telling him, take the job, you know, don't pursue this right now. As much as I hated saying that, I felt like I was right in it because I've done it for so long. I've seen the ins and outs of it. I know how hard it is. And I've been doing this for 24 years. So I, I, I feel like I know what I'm talking about. And here's the thing. Here's what it was. I was like, dude. Don't worry about, like, he's still going to play drums. He plays drums all the time. He has a drum kit at his house, and he's, he's like, working on his building's little studio out and stuff like that. And, like, he, and it goes along with what I'm saying. Like, you can still do the job, but then just work on your craft with that thing, that thing that you want to do, work on that after hours, right? And that's what he does. And I was like, dude, stack the paper, man. Take the money. Stack the paper for a couple years. You don't... This is what people get wrong. You don't have to work that job for the rest of your life. You don't. You don't have to be there. And um, it becomes comfortable and it becomes like this thing like, oh, well, you start worrying about where the money's going to come from. But the idea is, and this is, this is where I had an advantage because I started as a kid. I knew what I wanted to do from a young age. And that's a gift. And a lot of people don't understand that. A lot of people don't, they don't know. And it, it's, it's not their fault or anything. It's just like, it's sometimes it's hard to figure out what you want to do with your life, right? I just knew from, from you know, six years old what I wanted to do. Um, it just took me a while to figure out how to pursue it. And um, the answer is just do it, okay? That's the simple answer, the quick answer. Just fucking do it. And now everything's at your disposal. The, you, you know, you, you have a studio in your pocket. Your phone is, is a production studio. So you can record a podcast, you can make a song and put it out there, and eventually, don't worry about the quality, just get it out there. And I know in the past I've said, make it sound the best you can, which, yeah, make it sound the best you can, but it, the reality is it may not sound as good as you thought, but still, get it out there, just start doing things, make, make things, right? Um, and so I told him, uh, take the money, man, you don't have to do this forever, get a, make a, you're still living at home, you know, like just... Just put that money away. 
You know, I would love to have that opportunity, you know? Um, so, and then later, if you're still feeling that way, you know, you can pursue something. You, you might have, you might have the capital to, to start something. Um, so I, I don't know. I just, yeah, seven years it took me before it was like, okay, this is, uh, this is time. And once I did it, like everything changed because you become dependent on it. You're like, okay, well, this is it. I made this choice to like do this thing and this is it. You know, I gotta, I gotta make this number one. And yeah, sometimes it feels like the, the passion, the the job, whatever it, it feels like your family can take a back seat and, um, and that is not exactly fair, you know, to, to your family, but, um, yeah, I have to sort of make them understand and hopefully they do understand and support you that this is like, I'm doing this for us. Like I was doing this for me, you know, that I was, I was doing this for me, but now I'm doing it for them, for us. Um, and you know, the day that I can actually go buy a house for my family. Like that's going to be a sweet fucking day. And I, I, I just, I know it's coming. Um, it's going to be a few more years. I know that, but I just know, like I'm, I'm working for that. I'm working. I want my family to have what they want, have what they need. And we don't need to be stupid rich. I just want to be able to take care of my family and, and live a nice life trying to provide, you know, I feel like I was thinking about this the other day. I was like, I think I'm just supposed to be a provider, you know, like, well, maybe it's like the, maybe that's the DNA, like the caveman DNA. I don't know. Um, hunter gatherer provider, maybe, I don't know. Um, but it makes me feel good when, when my son is like, he, he FaceTimed me this morning and woke me up. He's like, he's like, Hey dad, sorry to wake you up. Uh, for my birthday though, I want to get this. Uh, it was this like silly putty. Like I, I don't know. I he was trying to show me, and I couldn't see exactly. He, was, he said it's not silly putty, but it's like it's kind of like it, but it's it's different colors. And I'm like, all right, man, all right, you know. But like, I don't know. It's just the idea that I, you know, it's what it's probably like three bucks for something like that. But um, I don't know. Just being able to to give my kids uh, what they need and be able to you know do things like that, buy birthday presents and. Christmas presents and things. Um, and I know that it's, it's all on the back of like this passion that I had as a kid, like I'm actually able to, to do it. And, and, um, and you can do that too. I mean, that's the whole point of this. I look, I had no idea what I was going to talk about when I started this podcast this morning. Uh, but yeah, here we are. Like you can do this and don't let anyone tell you that you can't. And which leads me to uh, parents. Stop telling your kids they can do whatever they want. And then when they're like 17, tell them they can't do with it, whatever they want. Okay. Like this is, and I think uh, there's probably a lot of, a lot of parents that are my age that are probably feeling the same way. But um, one of my biggest things, big pet peeve, boogaboo, um, is that, is the lack of creativity, the lack of imagination. I'm not saying you got to be like creative, like you know, not everyone's creative, but the, the, the lack of imagination that I have encountered with people in my life, it drives me crazy. You ever see that, uh, that meme? You ever see that meme with the lady sitting on the... <laughs> sitting on the spiral staircase uh with the uh that chair that you sit down and it takes you up the steps and it says it says this shit drives me up the fucking wall oh <laughs> 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 uh, i know i know uh yeah that shit i'm sorry that's just hilarious to me i don't know it's just funny remember that scene in gremlins that lady had that shit and she uh the gremlins are messing with it and she went up so fast and she flew, she flew out through the ceiling and out the roof and 
into the winter night sky. <laughs> yeah, this shit drives me up the fucking wall. <laughs> so, um, <clears throat> what was I talking about before this? <laughs> Why did I bring that up? Um, oh, no, I'm having problems. I'm having trouble getting back to this. Uh, okay, so... Um, why the fuck did I say that? Okay, so the uh, the, the parents that uh, w- back in the day, I had um, people tell me, you know, the, the typical like, you can do anything you want. You can be an astronaut, you know. You can be a fireman. You can you can do whatever you want. And then you get to a certain age where you're like almost you're like almost in like piece of shit territory. Like I feel like when you're like seventeen. It starts to, like, when you're sleeping until 1 p.m., that your parents start to sort of, like, get on your, your case about it, you know? <laughs> you know, it's almost like, all right, now, come on. You got to get out. You got to get a job now. It's like that, you know, you're, like, right there teeter-tottering on that that piece of shit realm. We've all been there, right? Um, it goes into, like, your mid-20s, definitely, absolutely. At least it did for me. Like, I was just like, I don't feel like working. I don't feel I'm going to sleep. Till noon every day. I'm staying up till six AM and you know. Um <laughs> but like uh so yeah, you get to this point and it's like I remember having people tell me, Okay, what are you gonna do? You're going to college, right? You're going to college. I was like, No. Like I didn't I didn't like school. I didn't want to go to school, let alone pay to keep going to school. Like it was just the the problem is I didn't see I didn't see any uh anything there for me there was no nothing that interested me like they got this whole cookie cutter system set up you know years ago and I feel like a lot of people fall for it and and if you went to college if you're if you're going to college currently like that I think that's great I don't I'm not shitting on anybody that goes to college or makes that decision I just feel like it's it can be really tough um you know people spend all this money and then they don't get the job that they want or the thing they went to school for or whatever, and I, I don't know, there's probably more more into that, but um, I just knew for me, like, it was not, like, a thing that I wanted any part of. I It's like, uh, when I get, um, when I do, like, websites and stuff, like, I used to look through templates for, like, website templates, and even even now, with, like, Squarespace, I, I do the Ballyhoo site and the Right Coast Records site and, and mine, um, I'll look through the templates, and I'm like, I don't like any of these. I don't like how they're set up. Like, I need to start from scratch. Like, always. It's always been that way. And that shows in the creativity. Like, I don't like having like a necessarily like a template. Um, it doesn't it doesn't fit exactly fit what I'm looking for in a website or you know whatever it is. Um, and I've been doing websites, God, since you know the late '90s. Um, and it, I guess, like, I don't know. I just. I don't like that. And and I feel that way about other things in life, which schooling and career and uh, the way that your whole life is supposed to go, that propaganda, you know, that we all grew up with, like, go to school, graduate, go to college, meet a girl, get married, have some kids. You better get married first, though. Don't have kids first. You better get married first, kid. And like, you know, and then and fucking get a job and, and then fucking die. Like that, that was not what I wanted to do. And I feel like we're, this whole institution is set up for that. And people aren't that way. I don't think most people are that way. I think a lot of people settle. They think this is how it's supposed to be. And they may not have a job that they want, but it brings in money. Um, and I totally understand that feeling, you know, um, I guess I'm just trying to get you pumped. I want to get you fired up. Like, yes, work that job, make that money, you know, but get to a happy place. And you're only going to do that when you're in control of your own life, when you're in control of your destiny, your career, your love life, when you're in control, that's when you'll be most happy. And you may not be making the most money, you know, you may not be making that 70 grand, you know, doing doing that engineering job or, or or whatever. But 
maybe you're making 40 grand, you know, talking about uh, magic cards on YouTube or I don't know, you know, just um, it's entirely possible. And I want all of you to uh, take a second and think about what it is you love, what it is you want. And um, just, I don't know, build something around it. And and I've seen all these things. You guys have probably heard of like the Gary V's of the world and the uh, uh, Tim, uh, oh, what's his name? Oh, what's his name? All those motiva- motivational speaker types and um, inspirational people. You've probably seen all that stuff. But like um, I realized that I was doing all everything that they're saying. I've been doing that for 24 years. I just didn't realize it. I didn't know, you know. I didn't know that I knew that I was creating something from nothing and I knew that I was building something, but like, I didn't know that I was like, uh, uh, living it and, and eating and breathing, you know, this, this whole passion that I have, like doing the whole after hours work, like, and putting in the time, even while I was at work, like, this is all I thought about. Like I was doing that before I saw any YouTube videos about how to do, you know, how to chase your dreams. Like I was just doing it, you know, and then it just all made sense to me. I was like, man, this is, yeah, this is exactly right. You know, um, once you're able to like fuck the gatekeeper and, and, you know, you can get told a million times by, you know, uh, I don't know, the club the local, if you're in a band, the, the local club, ah, you guys aren't big enough. Yeah, we need, you need to draw 200 people, you know, for me to put you in this room, like stuff like that. I say, fuck it. You, you go play everywhere else. Go play everywhere else. You don't, you don't just, you can't just like, if you're trying to get yourself into a venue, you know, and they're like, no, sorry, you got to have more people. You don't just stop, right? You don't just like, okay, well, I guess we'll just wait for, for more people. Like, no, you got to go you got to go out there, play all around town at other places and build your, build your foundation. And then you go back to the promoter. Like, let's look, check this out. Motherfucker. We just pulled 400 people, you know, down at the, at the Dave and Buster's down the street. What are you going to do about it? Right. Um, I don't think Dave and Buster's has bands, but like that, that's, you know, don't let it stop you. There's going to be obstacles. You just got to find your way around it. If, If you stop, if you're like, ah, well, that's, I guess that's that. Like, then what were you doing this for? You know, you obviously don't want it that bad. Um, and you can, you can join the rest of the rat race. I don't want to be a part of the rat race. And I'm not. I'm doing this thing. And uh, you can too, you know? You know? <laughs> Wrong button. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I love this thing so much. So this button right here, I got to make that uh, a latch so I can turn it back off like this other one. See how I can stop it? The other one, I can't stop it. It just goes. <laughs> um, so uh, I don't know. Thanks for listening. Um, I guess, uh, I don't know. I was just sort of ranting. I, I hope that made sense to all of you. Um, I... Uh, I'm only here to help, you know. I just want I want you to I want you to feel the feelings that I feel. I want you to like experience the the joy of doing something you love and making a living off of it. And I'm not done. I'm not I'm not where I want to be yet. Um there's still so much to come and I'm going to keep going. And if you all keep listening to me and you all keep listening to the band and telling your friends you know, we're in this community together. We're all a big family and I appreciate you all so much for listening. It just means a lot to me, you know, that you allow me to do this. And, um, any artists should recognize that. So, uh, thank you very much for that. Um, I'm going to go, I guess, finish this coffee and maybe do something else creative. Uh, have a wonderful day. Do something creative today. Do that thing you wanted to do. Um, start a podcast. Make a video, record a song, uh, paint something, and paint something and put it on the Facebook marketplace. Sell that shit. Put it on Instagram. You know, like, 
I don't know. Just do something for yourself. Don't get stuck in this bullshit rat race. Now I'm on, I got to get off the soapbox. All right. Y'all have a wonderful day, and uh, I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening to Tales from the Green Room. And if you want to support, go to talesfromthegreenroom.com. Hit support the podcast. You can cancel anytime. Uh, come out and see Ballyhoo on tour with the Expendables in these last few shows. Uh, we're finishing up Wednesday in Vegas. We're in Colorado right now. And then we got Salt Lake on Tuesday. Um, so uh, come out for that. And uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel, uh, slash Howie Spangler. I'm going to be doing more um, Song of the Day stuff uh, very soon and uh, more podcasts and just more fun stuff. Thank you all for tuning in. I'll see you next time.